Good morning, Bolt fam. Victory Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. This week, a big win against the Broncos. I'm here with my boy. Um, I think it's sugar-free Lucas. Um, kind of looks like a guy just got off the field right now. That face mask is like poking through my screen right now. And my boy, um, Brad Carr, the better car. Um, it's a little slogan I made for him. How are you boys doing today? Very good. Very excited. What about you, Brad? I'm good. I'm good, man. Ready to talk some talk some Chargers football. Big week. Yes, it is a big week. As the title says, if we win, we end Raiders in Vegas, in Sin City. If I make enough gambling money, I am going to go over there and burn the city down like I did last time. Um, it, we, me and Lucas said this in the beginning of the season. It's going to come down to the last game. And, and, of course, it's against the Raiders. And the Raiders somehow went against the Colts. And they somehow winning games or not. And they lose the games they're supposed to win. But it's FTR week, as you know. Um, I love saying that. Uh, what 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 do the the Charger fans say? It's, it's it is family, trust, and respect. That's what they say. It is right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to cover it up. Yeah, I was trying to explain that to um, who was I? I was explaining that to someone. Like, it's an inside joke with Charger fans, and they're like, "Really?" Uh, and then like, and then I remember one time the announcer said, um, "I think it was Denzel Perryman." Which is ironic. Had a had a FTR chain on, and one announcer was like, "Oh, it says Thursday Night Football." Um, they just glanced at it and they thought it said Thursday Night Football. Maybe they're dyslexic like me because it happened to be on a Thursday or something. But um, amazing game. I want to know your initial reaction. I'll go with Brad first. What was your initial reaction to this victory? Um, I was very pleased. Uh, in the last show, I said the only way to kind of get rid of that stench of losing to Houston damn near getting blown out was uh if we went out against Denver and just crushed them and just showed them hey we're the better team here you guys don't have a chance in this game honestly um outside of that first drive I believe they scored on the first drive a touchdown yep. outside of that it was a little bit shaky because you know the offense couldn't really get anything going and they were kind of going back and forth going three and outs between the Chargers and the Broncos so I was a little bit concerned there because you like to see the Chargers get started fast and continue that momentum but by the end of the game Joey Bosa running through three people talking about I'm not fucking tired uh Keenan Allen doing fucking Houdini routes to get into the end zone Justin Herbert throwing it down the field we had a run game uh Derwin James if he can trade hands with another receiver would probably have two interceptions it was just a lot, man, and I was excited watching the whole game. That is exactly what we needed to uh, put ourselves back on track to gain that momentum to hopefully knock off the Raiders and then be a scary out in the uh, in the um, in the playoffs. Also, got to shout out Andre Roberts, man. Build that man a statue right now. I was <laughs> hyped as hell in that Kansas City game, thinking he was going to return that uh, that kickoff, and he slipped. So I was so mad about that. But you know, he was talking on Twitter. I got a um, I got a kick return touchdown. I need me coming soon coming soon and then in there very not next week but two weeks later it showed up Chill, they were saying, yeah, it can move the guy can move and he i wasn't even watching it i was just listening to it i was jumping up and down excited so uh all in all it was a great game we showed up on all three phases of the, of the field and can't ask for too much more than that that's i mean it's a good confidence booster i mean i don't care that the broncos were hurt all over the place i don't care that they had drew lock and three other quarterbacks Three, star, three different quarterbacks in there at some points. And, uh, like, it's just a good confidence booster. And and so to have all three phases, like you said, to dominate, like, I don't care. I'll take this as a Chargers fan. We'll take it because we need something like this to, like, just 
say, you know, we, we could put up these points again back on track. I didn't realize um, this stat that we had, like we're giving up a lot of points per game. Uh, we're one of the worst teams as far as defensive points per game. And they pointed that out during during the game. And I was like, oh, wow, I didn't really realize. 21 points and 300 yards per game. Yeah, so we're a team that needs to get into, uh, you know, a lot of points on offense. So And 34 and a touchdown on special teams, like that's very helpful. I feel like Andre Roberts is going to carry this momentum into into the playoffs if we do get into that dance or even this Sunday. So it's just everything around it was, was good, even though, you know, the Broncos just play – the Chargers tough every single time. So I wasn't too uh, upset about the fact that there were some points where it felt like, you know, it, it, it was tough for the Chargers to move the ball because the Broncos defense just always play the Chargers tough, kind of like how the Chargers play the Chiefs tough. It's division opponent. I'm like, all right, we'll just shake this off. I will take a win like this. And um, it's just good to get back in the W. And and now, like, the showdown Sunday night, like I was tweeting on the, on the tough account, the Chargers account, like, this this feels a little bit, you know, I'm a little bit nervous because I haven't been in uh, excited for a game at the end of the season like this in a long time. Like, I don't remember the last time it's been like this. So, you know, I feel like we should win, but um, this was good to get a good win over a division opponent. Now, now I'm worried about is the trend of like splitting games because we split games through all the AFC West opponents. We already beat the Raiders. I hope we don't split. We have to sweep them to get in. And if we would sweep any team in the AFC West, I would hope it's the Raiders because the hatred I have for the Raiders is stronger than any hatred I have for anything in my life, to be honest. And the kick return, I think, was my favorite part. Um, last time we seen that, I think I was trying to look it up. I think it was 2012 was the last time a kick return for a touchdown, which is way too long. It's way too long. And when we got this guy, I love the move. The aggressiveness of this move, getting this guy pro bowler, special teamer. We we had a pro bowler special team, not returner, but uh, Adrian Phillips. He was a good guy. And like we haven't just been squared away in special teams. And now that we got Roberts in there, I think um, he he's a weapon and the kickers are going to want to kick away or kick in the end zone. And we're in their heads in special teams. So when it comes down to special teams, we got a little secret weapon, which I love. Herbert getting in in tune after that first drive, after that first quarter, and just getting things together I liked. And then Austin Eckler, man, he was just ready to play. He was out last week. He, I know he, I know these guys love football, but I know Austin Eckler loves football. And the fact he was just wanting to play and he played his heart out was amazing. And it comes down to this, boys, in Vegas versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Another player got a DUI. Um, the yeah. the rookie Hobbs. I forgot his first name. He got a DUI. So the interim. This has to be a record. The interim coach had to talk about four separate Raiders on four separate um, off the field um, things. So this guy has a his hands filled. Like I kind of feel bad for this guy. Um, but so so what's the thing we got to do here, guys? The, the Raiders. I think have a pretty good pass rush. So blocking that pass rush in Crosby and Gakway, um, I think they're combined for most pressures, um, the best combo in the league. And I laughed about Gakway saying that, and it's kind of like biting me in the ass right now because I said, I was like, hey, clowns, like who the hell is this? But Max Crosby is that dude. So I think stopping those two guys is the biggest thing leading up to this Sunday night game because it got flexed out to Sunday night. You go, Brad, first. 
Yeah, I can agree with you, but I will say um, I looked at this stat. I think Daniel Popper tweeted it out. Uh, when it comes to pressure, Justin Herbert has been under pressure and thrown the ball 177 yep. times with only two turnover-worthy plays. So, yeah, pressure will be key, but I'm kind of like if we can, if they can even get pressure on them, it might burn them because uh, the way the offensive line has been holding up, I think they can kind of handle the initial pass rush that the Raiders will throw out there. So that might force them to try to blitz, even though Gus Bradley doesn't really blitz that much. He might try something different in this game. Um, so I see it if they start blitzing Herbert, he'll kill him. But even if uh, they stay, you know, in man and just try to apply pressure without rushing him, uh, he can still carve them up because that the Broncos ran a good amount of run, of uh, man man coverage, and you can see Herbert's development and kind of moving his players around to identify what defense the other team is in, and then kind of carving them up because that touchdown to Keenan Allen, I think Brandon Staley said that was his fifth read for that play, so it wow. wasn't even just supposed to go straight to Keenan. Justin Herbert just picked him out in the play and got it to him. So um, when I go down the list of stuff, the matchups as far as pass rush, um, our matchups on defense, our receivers versus their corners, especially with that corner most likely not playing since he just got arrested, I think the Chargers really have the advantage. So if they can show up like they did last weekend, how they have a lot of times in the season, I think it'll be a good win, easy win, really, if you're asking me. I don't have too much faith in what the Raiders are doing. I know their backs are against the wall, but – after seeing us beat them down 28-14, and really it should have been a lot further apart than that. I don't I don't really know. I don't think I don't think they'll keep it as close as a lot of the media is trying to put it out there to be, which is their job, but yeah. I think that the Raiders are just gonna give us their best punch at at, at this point. Um I do think we match up well. I'm not too worried about their defensive pass rush because our like you said, Brad, our offensive line has just been really lights out this season. It's like one of the best things about this season is just not having to worry about them. It's even like Trey Pipkins coming in and really playing well. He was left tackle and right tackle at some points during the season, and he wasn't even, you know, uh, a problem. And so I'm not worried about that, to be honest. I'm more worried about Hunter Renfro. They already talked about Hunter Renfro uh, leading up to this game during the week. And, like, this guy's just been going off. I've always been kind of a fan of Hunter Renfro. Like, uh, he, he's just – kind of like a underdog kind of deal because he's just a small rest small receiver but he Julie gets a yeah he's definitely something like that for their team and and i just have a feeling like Derek carr is just going to be able to find something with renfro they're expecting to get Derwin waller back this week so obviously derwin james and Derwin waller is going to be like huge hopefully um Darren, or not Darren Waller, hopefully Derwin James is healthy for this whole game because we see how much tight ends just gash us when Derwin is not in there, and especially a guy like Darren Waller too. So I think, I'm think i thinking like we're in store for a shootout, to be honest. Um, we're going to have to try to repeat whatever happened uh, earlier in the season. They're going to try to get back to Derek Carr, and um, hopefully we see another great performance from Bosa. I'm wearing my Bosa jersey right now. Uh, getting another strip sack. I hope he's still leading the league. I know he's one of the top lead leaders Probably. in uh, sack fumbles. So um, I'm I'm excited for that, and I'm just I'm just ready for this game to be honest. But I think it comes down to the wide receivers to be honest, because I don't I think that the Chargers should be able to score all over this defense, especially with that corner out, and um, they also have Jonathan Abram on IR. And the, the defensive line for the Raiders haven't been the defensive line that they were during the first half of the season. So that's just my my input. Yeah, with the fact that you guys said the pass rush and Herbert's better, 
Um, I kind of forgot about how good he is under pressure because last year, I mean, that dude was so under so much pressure and he did great. And now that he has some time, he's also great. So it's 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 good either way, to be honest. Um, I think these receivers could get get out and about on this defense with this depleted defense who's depleting each week. There's a new guy getting arrested, a new guy getting injured with these, these Raiders. And then Joey Bosa in there is key to chip those tight ends. That's why that tight, that Texans tight end Jordan had so much third down conversions because there's no guy there to chip them. And Joey Bosa would just give him a shoulder or two and still get to the quarterback. So Joey Bosa in there is key. Duran James, I mean, he almost had like 15 picks last game. Um, uh, just ball hawking. He's good at run support. And him against Darren Waller is a huge matchup. So I'm excited for that as well, too. Overall, this is the biggest game. Like Lucas said, I haven't been this excited in a while for Charger football. I'm excited every week, but this one means a lot. Uh, we oh, it always comes down to the last game. We're either kicking someone out, or we're getting we're we're beating someone to get someone in. Um, so like if the well, I read this this interesting fact: if the Colts lose to the Jags in Jacksonville, who the Colts haven't won in the last six games in Florida. Wow. Then and the Raiders and Chargers tie, then the Chargers and Raid and the Steelers lose, then the Chargers and Raiders both get into the, the playoffs. That's crazy. I, I just um have some quick thoughts about that. Um I don't just get it every play. Like I know it's their job to push out storylines, but I'm not trying to tie with the Raiders. Oh no, I know. I don't I don't want to tie, but I just thought it was interesting because yeah. the Steelers Usually, teams need t- uh, other teams to tie to get in, but the Steelers have a tie, so it's ironic that the Steelers they can't have the Chargers and Raiders tied because of the tie. Usually, it's teams like oh, if the Colts and Titans tie, then this is in, but it's opposite. The Steelers don't need a tie, which I just thought was funny, and I never seen that before. Never seen a playoff team come in with a tie. I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, but I don't want to tie with the yeah, Raiders. Like I said, I know they're just throwing it out there because it's crazy that that's even a possibility. I've seen a few people here and there say that they would take that. No, it's got to be a fight no. to the death with the Raiders. I'm not. I don't. It's win no, and we in. Like, no. I don't want to see them in the playoffs at all. I don't. Even if we didn't make it, if we could play spoiler to the Raiders, I'm trying to beat them down. Like this, if we can't make it, they can't make it. I'm not trying to see both of us, especially if you know they went out there and intentionally tied. Now it comes down to like overtime and. We tried everything, couldn't score, and it turns out that way. That's one thing. But people talking about intentionally kneeling 15 times, no, it's got to be a fight. <laughs> it's, it's got to be a fight to the death with the Raiders every time. I don't care if we're 0 16 in this last game. I'm trying to beat the Raiders down. So I'm, if you know, if we go two and 14 this season and beat the Raiders twice, I'll be fine. Exactly, like, I'm fine with that. Like I can't, I can't stand bare minimum. bare minimum. If we go two and 15 and those two are the Raiders, I'm right there with you. Successful, well, maybe not successful season, but I won't be uh, crying. And it would yeah. suck to lose to the Raiders right now because it not only is it the last game of the season, we'll have to eat that loss until next August. Right. Yeah, that's a long time process. That, that's like that's that. really tough for Charger fans because yeah, we're barely recovering from the Texans' loss. I know this Brockman one brought us back up, but it, we're we're one one loss away from just having a breakdown. I mean, we're we're us Charger fans. You know, we're real passionate. You know. Real, real sensitive. We're kind of like Charger fans are like cancers, like their fan base are cancers. They're super sensitive, super passionate. But when they said they, oh, they said 
They put the Take Care Drake <laughs> album on repeat, dog. I swear to God. Um, I do not want to do that. This week. Yeah, it's there's no option. Just like no no defense gaming, losing is not an option because there it's not. It's not. And we have to win. And Sunday night, flex. We finally got a game flexed in our favor. It's flexed to 8.30 at night, the night game. Or the... I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because Justin Herbert under the lights in those primetime games, like that might be a real thing. I hope it's a real thing. Proven it so far, that is a real thing. And so, I, I mean, I'm ready for that. I'm ready for him to eat and just show people again um, why he's one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. And uh, there was a poll about the last few teams who need to qualify for the playoffs. And it was like, what would you rather uh, want to see in there? And the Chargers overwhelmingly uh, is what America wants yeah, to see in the playoffs. Wants to see the Raiders in the playoffs, just to see them get beat by the Chiefs forty-five to ten again. Like, yeah. If Justin Herbert, the same, though, if the Chargers win, they will face the Chiefs first in the playoffs. So, Ooh. I think it is kind of a good thing that late in the season the Chargers are going through the division again. It, it, the division games are always tough, and so it's kind of like the best primer if you are going into the playoffs and you are fighting your way into the playoffs in the end of the regular season to get into that mentality of these tough games and, and to see the chiefs again, after we saw them very recently and to see that they just lost and they do seem human and they do seem to lose against high power teams. If when they do come, uh, when they do take those L's, uh, I, I think it's a great thing to lead up for. And I think the Chargers are definitely up for it. No defense gaming with prediction. Herbert goes 300 plus three TDs, Eckler 130 and a TD. Derwin pick six to seal it. I'm good with those first two. Pick six to seal it. Maybe he'll get a pick at the end, but it doesn't have to be pick six. I think it might just ice the game with that pick, maybe. That'll be tight. Uh, Justin Herbert is 8-0 in games with 100-plus passing rating this season. He's 1-7 with sub-100 passing rating. Just want to put that out there. Wow. To be pissed off playing Herbert twice in primetime games because they play Monday night. Now they're going to flex into Sunday night playing Herbert, so they're going to get the worst of it. Man, I'm – I feel like they'll rely on Eckler a little bit just, you know, to kind of have some ball control in the game. But I want to say Herbert will go for, like, 450 on them. Like, <laughs> I, want them to, I would just want Herbert to destroy them, man. Like, no I would love to see that. The Raiders are actually do are top 10. They're 10th best in opponent passing yards given up per game. So, they do a pretty good job at, like, limiting. But that's a, such a surprising stat that you just said right there, David, that Herbert needs to be over 100-plus passer rating. To win the games that's basically all of our games that we've won this season except for one so i mean that's super surprising to me but at the same time like i could totally see it because there's a lot of holes in this team and herbert just needs that superstar superstar type performances to just give us the edge at the very end i want to say this should be an important game because it'll definitely give us a better opportunity to uh, grab more free agents because i mean you don't really L.A. is nice and all, but you don't really want to go to a team that can't make the playoffs like that if you're a top-tier free agent. Yeah. So this this will be a good, you know, good culture game to show, hey, we're a different, different franchise than we have been recently. When it comes down to must-win games, we'll actually get it done, and this will give us opportunity to go deep in the playoffs if we can get a good matchup. You say we'll play Kansas City? That's that's exactly who I wanted. So. Unless, uh, unless the Titans lose, which I think they're playing the Texans, and the Chiefs win, then then the Chiefs will get the first round by because they'll they'll move into first place. But it's almost a given 
hopefully, I don't know, this this year is crazy, that the Titans will end yeah. up with first. Yeah, the Titans don't seem like a playoff team without Derrick Henry, but they're making do what they got, which is really weird, and they're getting wins. But um, like I was, I was going to say what I was going to say. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. I was I was memorized by you guys what you guys were saying, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> but um, but it's a big game. I mean, that's all that's all you can say right now. It's just a big game. And um, my dad was telling me he was like, I hope the ghost of John Madden doesn't like, you know, <laughs> because I feel like the NFL is just so narrative like driven. I like I'm just I'm just full blown conspiracy at this point as far as like what happened. Oh yeah, because he was a Raider coach and do this for John Madden type shit. Yeah, and it ends up at home. You know what I mean? Like, like, uh, uh, gosh, I would hate for like something like that to like them motivate. I'm hoping like this this last game against the Colts was their John Madden game. You know, uh, the reason they won. Did they play in Indy when they won. Was that uh, in, in Indianapolis? I have it right here. It it was at Indianapolis. Jeez. So this will be their first home game since John Madden passed. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh well, they still taking this loss. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like I thought the Browns were gonna beat the the Steelers, but then I I totally forgot that it was like I should have realized that they the Big Ben was gonna yeah. That and Baker's kind of not good. So yeah, Baker. Yeah. That helps, but I, it'll definitely be an emotional game for them, and hopefully. Some Chargers fans will be there because, like you said, first home game since y'all man passed. I'm sure they'll pack the house. There'll probably be a lot of black in there. I don't care. We need to go in there, <laughs> stomp them out, and let them get their grieving in early for the season. Oh, speaking of uh, John Madden, I went to my chick's sister's house, and I humbled the fuck out of the, his, <laughs> her uh, nephews. They're talking this mad shit. Oh, we could play. We could play. We could play. I was like, y'all, I've been playing since 98. I've been playing before y'all been born. Run it. First game, 34-0 by halftime. He rage quit. Um, and then the second game I won. Quit. Yeah, he rage quit. 31-20. to 20. I was I was toying with him a little bit and make it. Because he, he, he told me, he's just like, man, you stressed me out. I was like, look, quote from Sports Guy David, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to fucking win. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I humbled the shit out of him. I was like, let me know when you guys get better. Like, come on, this shit, this shit's easy to me. I'm like, I know coverages. I know you're hell mary, you're you're hair, hell marrying every play. Run a cover three. You start running on the outside. I'll run that cover two contain. I'll I'll, I'll put a QB spy on you. Like, you know, he wasn't thinking any of that. I was like running down to halftime, like ten seconds left, no timeouts called. I'm like, oh, he's a fucking amateur. I'm like, this is <laughs> bad. I'm, I mean, no timeouts. I mean, how I'm calling. It sounds like he's like five years old. No, nah, no, nah, they're uh, how how old are your. Uh, 16 shoot uh squishy oh he's even squishy 14 15 16 in that range Jeez, um it's supposed to be cold yeah and then like at the at the end of the game i was just running the same running play to um i put run clock i have the ball in the fourth quarter he didn't have the ball at all ran it ran it ran it ran it ran it ran it all the way down just i just ran the ball down and he was just like i was like Yo, run a blitz, dog. Like, come on. You can even <laughs> see my screen. Like, I'm just running the ball just to burn the clock out. Like, I was being, I was kind of being a dick. I could have, like, you know. But... No defense gaming. Uh, yeah, the Listen, kid at Anthony Lynn clock management. Yeah, for sure he did. For sure. He couldn't do nothing. And uh, at one point, he had four picks and only three completions. And even the fucking Colin, 
I think it's Chris Collinsworth who's like, oh, he has more completions to the defense than he does to his own receivers. <laughs> like, I was just toasting his ass. So it was a humbling experience for them. Hopefully it goes a long way. Madden, the last time I was heavy playing in Madden, I was playing against one of my friends, just, uh, you know, just a pickup game. And he kicked just to, you know, do the comparison of how special teams come a long way. He kicked the ball off to me. And, you know, I'm just sitting there waiting to catch the ball to return it. My friend next to me starts yelling, like, ah, like just yelling as his player is running down to tackle me. I'm like, what the hell? But I don't think nothing of it. I catch the ball. No, you know, didn't, didn't call fair catch because I'm trying to return it. He tackles me and he muffs the ball. He muffs the punt. Like, he just drops that bitch. And then my friend recovers it and runs down for a touchdown. And I'm like, yeah, this is pretty fucking accurate because I especially <laughs> garbage. Yeah. And just to look up a couple of years later and see Andre Roberts returning it, and I think he's leading the league in uh, kick return right now, it's just, wow. it's just wonderful, man. I don't That's know the last time I've been able to say that. Anyone <laughs> led anything in special teams for the Chargers. Hopkins has been leading uh, kicking percentage as well. So thanks Doing, for watching yes, football, yes. You know, whatever you're going to be calling yourself in February. D-Hop. He's a real D-Hop. The only D hop right now. Yeah, the only D hop. Yeah, That's really. Right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Talk the about Derek. uh last thought. I mean, oh, what was my last thought? Oh, Derek Carr had one touchdown and two interceptions last game, and they still won. I think if we're gonna have those Derwin James picks finally happen, that there's no way that could happen. He's still a very accurate quarterback. He's he's around seventy percent completion percent. That's crazy. I think that I think that um, a lot of underneath stuff. You know, just don't look at the numbers too much. A lot of underneath, Derek, short, any minute. Derek Carr's not a bad quarterback. He's just a Raider. Yeah, he's glued to this franchise, and he's just like battling through all this stuff, like with the whole Henry Ruggs thing and all these players, and he's just like, but if, you know, what? okay, you know how like um they say you have to get to him first. I, f- I really do believe in that. I really do feel like yeah. once if he could hit, get a sack on the first play, he will he'll be shaking in his boots throughout the whole game. Yeah, a good sack too. This, yeah, I, I would love to see Asante Samuel Jr. do something too. I feel like he's been so quiet, you know, since he came back from a concussion. Yeah, I, I feel he, he had like two concussions in a row. Yeah, poor yeah. guy. Yeah, but even before that, I feel like he's kind of been, you know, silent. On the we had stand. a lot. We had a high expectations for him. I think. Well, after that first few weeks, yeah, hell yeah, yeah, yeah it was going on. But I think this would be a good, um, good bounce back game for Sante Samuel just to have some pass breakups and uh, as far as yards allowed, I think that would be on the lower end. I think it'll be a, it'll have to be a big game for Bosa and Nwosu too. Like you said, if they can get some hits on uh on Derek Carr, that'll be. Casier White, bro, leading the, the, the Chargers oh, defense, man. He, I didn't think – I thought he was going to step up. I didn't think he was going to step up this big, and he's leading the, the Chargers in tackles. What's and the guy? He like, broke a record. Most tackles than Donnie Edwards. Yeah, Donnie Edwards, yeah. More tackles than him. Love that. Triple digits probably. And, like, he's just been all over the place, which I love. Um, Covington has been in a lot of plays. That Neiman – I think that's how you pronounce his name, right? Neiman? Yeah, he's he's been in a couple plays, for, uh, filling in for Drew Tranquil. So these guys got solid defense here. Justin Jones has been stepping up a lot too. Like if we get some of that cool. more consistent too, that that will fix up a lot of things. Justin Jones yeah. playing for the contra, like we're gonna have to resign him. But I'm looking at Kazir. He's got 137 tackles, 88 solo yep. tackles, a sack, two forced fumbles, two interceptions. Like the guy is going yep. off. 
going off in the game, like this is the most relative healthy I think both teams have been or could be at the end of the season. They're not missing too many people. So it's going to be, you know, gut punch after gut. It's a heavyweight. It should be a heavyweight fight. Where are you guys watching this game? I might go bar hopping with my boy, Lucas, you're invited, or go to Vegas if I make enough money gambling. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. If I hit big on these prize picks or something, I might go out there too. I don't, I don't know how likely that is. but um, It's like I got a 10% chance I'm going to Vegas. Still a chance. Like 6% chance for me because these man, <laughs> like $400, man. Yeah, you're on a roll. I need to st- – please please keep sending those parlays. You start, I, I'm going to call you out now on the podcast. You got to start putting these parlays on Twitter because I'm pretty sure you'll get a following um, on prize picks. Man, I put I put my uh the biggest my biggest hopeful one out yesterday, and I hit three out of three before that Lakers game started. But then LeBron and uh, Russ didn't really they had kind of switched roles. LeBron was the one scoring, and Russ kind of had more assists, I think. But I needed eight assists from Russ. No, I needed eight assists from LeBron and twenty three from Russ, and I didn't get either of those. So uh, just three for five. But LeBron, this is what my cousin told me. LeBron's now the youngest and oldest player. To uh, average twenty five points per game, he holds the record for the being the young. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. I need to go see LeBron. He dropped thirty one last night. I have the over on twenty six and a half. Tyrese Halliburton been a assist master. The line was at eight and a half. He got nine. Man, Marv, Marvin Badgley the third is a bust. Under eleven points, he only got four. Malik Monk one and a half free throws. He got two. And I won fifty bucks on that. Another Arkansas kid. Oh yeah! Oh, really? oh nice. Yeah. No, I feel you on that, David. I had um, I had Jonathan Taylor last week going over a hundred eight point five, hundred eight and a half total yards, and he got a hundred eight. Right. Yep. That's that's life, dog. I got um, I almost won a hundred bucks. If Herbert Jones would have scored two more points, I would have won two hundred bucks. Uh, I would have no, I would have won four hundred bucks if Patrick Be- Beverly scored under eleven. So thank oh, you, Pat Bev, for that one. He was at 11. It, pu- it, it got a push. So I still won a lot of money. I won like 300, but I would have won a lot more. But, um, but yeah, my total earnings is $615, and I started a month ago. So, That's so good. That's so good. Yeah, I've been. Get on that shit. And there's nine NBA games today. So it'd be a good day for it. Yeah, it's about to be wild. All right. All right. Well. There it is. My my score prediction here is a 34-24 Chargers win. Mm. You think that's going to be close in the beginning and then the Chargers just – They pull away. I think it's going to be a very close game. I think it's going to be like 28-24. I'll say that. 28-24. Chargers. Um, but the Raiders are just it's, – it's a divisional and Sunday night and it's the very last game. Like, ah, I got to – I got to make it close, even though I don't yeah, want yeah. it to be. I'm not. I'm going to take the Chargers 45, uh, Raiders 30. Jesus. Just because it'll okay. be a lot of scoring, a lot of scoring. And my bold prediction, I think, bold prediction, I think Lucas will have two tackles in that game. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. I like I'll that. Take, my, take my ass to Vegas. They, they might think I'm like, oh, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Young Koku. Like, hey, aren't you oh, a Atlanta yeah. Falcon right now? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. You should wear a young Koku jersey and wear that helmet. It just that's your <laughs> that should be your that should be your fursona now. Just young Koku. You can kind of <laughs> kind of look like him. Well, he the the bus, man, just get off the bus. I mean, oh yeah, he, he 
yeah, he was the team. Let's let him go through. <laughs> Call me Lucas Koo. Lucas Koo. All right. Well, there you guys have it, boys. Bull fam. No, no defense gaming. Thank you for always checking in with us. Hopefully, we have more Charger podcasts. Well, we will regardless what happens, but um, hopefully uh, we're talking playoffs. Playoffs. And um, this is our playoff game right now against the Raiders. You know what it is. FTR, if you don't know, fuck the Raider week this week. Um, no love for the Raiders at all. Um, I'll repost my Raider and Charger tailgate video. Uh, I'll repost it for people to watch. I know those dumbass drunk Raider fans uh, show their true colors, which is black and white. So there you guys have it from everyone here from the Charged Up Charger podcast, Sports Guy David, uh, Sugar Free Lucas, and Brad Carr. You can find me, uh, Sports Guy David, all social media outlets. Um, and boys, tell, tell me where you can find y'all at. Go ahead, Brad. Find me on Twitter at 2MF and Easy. Instagram at two dot easy. I'll be there and we can come win some money with these prize picks. So I'm throwing them out. Yeah. Find me on Twitter at sugar for Lucas and make sure you follow tough underscore chargers, tough underscore podcast for our predictions and all 32 team coverage. And then tough underscore fantasy, fantasy football sitter sleepers and parlays. Y'all have a good day. We're bing bong.